All right, this is Orion Rising News. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. How you doing? Okay, <clears throat> a couple of things to talk about. The coronavirus again, right? And then I'm going to talk about a couple of characters that you guys need to know about, right? Names. And these are not the biggest names. These are just a couple of names and a few of the things that they've done, okay? First, COVID virus numbers. Why are we in a lockdown again? Because there's resurgence, they claim, of coronavirus cases, right? And how it's even bigger than last time. Oh, my God. That's a gaslight, people. Please pass this around. Pass this around to everybody you know. I'm going to show you numbers, okay? I'm going to show you <clears throat> this coronavirus compared to regular flu, all the different ones, H1N1, H3N2, okay? <clears throat> now, the problem that we have here, the, the, the problem we have here is a failure to communicate. That's an old school movie for those of you who are old enough to understand that, right? The problem that we have here is that the numbers that are currently listed are completely a lie. If you've watched any of my videos or the whistleblowing videos that I've posted, you will know this to be true. Okay, they're murdering people in hospitals. Okay, there's definitely an insider who spoke on the video that's on my personal page and on Orion Rising, the page where she tells about these people who are being purposely infected, lied to, intubated, and that she was aware that they were getting money for that. Now, I've talked about that before, <clears throat> where people were getting paid, hospitals, getting paid to intubate for every patient. They get like $27,000. And then they get like another $35,000 if they die under the guise of COVID-19. So you have to assume that most of the numbers that are around the United States are a lie. Now, we know this is going on over in the U.K. as well. And from the people that I've talked to around the world, the same thing is being said about the hospitals there. They're all getting paid money. So that means that all of this is a bullshit lie. Well, if that were the case, Leo, and then there should be a lot more you know, uh, deaths and this thing should be a lot more contagious because that's what they tell everybody. All right. Those of you who have visuals, you'll be able to see your screen let me find out where I put it. That's not it. That's my book. <laughs> okay. Those of you who have visuals, let me go over here and get off of that because you'll be seeing that in a minute. All right. Let's look at this. <clears throat> this is, is um, a regular flu. Okay. And this is the infection rate. That was all the symptoms. Here's the infection rate here in the center of your screen. Of 2010-2011, right? 11 to 12, 12, 13, all the way up to 2015. And this is, let me make sure you guys are seeing that. Let me go back to the, yeah, okay. Now, you can see that there's H3N2, H1N1, okay? Yeah, each year and age group. So if you look at these percents, the total percent 
comes to about 9% on average. That's So that's the base for all the flu bugs that are out there. Now, remember, H1N1 and H3N2 were pandemics, just like COVID-19. Only no one did anything about it. They just let it run its natural course. Why is that? That's weird. That's really weird. Okay. So they are saying that there was a couple seasons that, that hovered around 11%. Why are these numbers important? So the total average is about 9% of the population. Do you understand that? 9% when they're testing. This is important because they keep talking about this percent now. When COVID-19 first hit and I started playing the whistleblowers, the doctors that were coming out and filming, there was a couple here in California that have a practice, he did the math and he actually interviewed other doctors around the world. And the, during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, we were coming in at 7%, which is below the acceptable rate for influenza of any kind. Now, when you're watching television these days, they're not telling you that this is a flu or that this is a virus. They're now telling you this is a disease. See, the reason why they've changed that word is because diseases need to be cured. Viruses don't. We cure viruses because of the herd mentality. We create our own vaccine within our bodies. We don't need, we become immune to it on our own. We don't need a cure. So conveniently, like Gavin Nuisance, the governor of California, who his name, yes, I'm aware of his name is Newsom. But he's a nuisance. He's a liar. He is now calling it a disease. And I've noticed that all Democratic talking point hack channels that I've turned on have changed their narrative in the last month from virus to disease. This is a disease. They put that in your head like smallpox. Right? Like chickenpox. Disease. It's not a disease. It's not a disease. It's a flu bug. It's a virus. What does that mean? That means that you don't need an inoculation. You don't need a cure for it. AIDS is a disease. COVID-19 is not a disease that you get and you have it until you die or until you infect other people with it and that they get it and the same thing happens. A disease is something you get that you have that is reoccurring in your body and you are being killed by it. COVID-19 doesn't do that. It is a fucking flu bug. It is not a disease, but they're using this word to gaslight you. Believe me, that's what they're doing. Here's the numbers from the CDC on regular influenza. Now, I want you to take a look at that top left-hand corner. Flu illnesses in the United States are 39 million to 56 million cases. Why is that important, Leonard? Because that number is way higher than the number that we have the total cases for the United States of 2 million 888,000 for the coronavirus. 2,886,267, give or take a few, as of today, with 129,811 deaths. Now, you have to assume that at least half of those are bogus and bullshit because of what the insiders have said. 
So now we're down to about 60,000. If that. Okay, because the other half is bullshit and murder. But no one's going to be held accountable for it because they're just counting these numbers. Oh, and by the way, they're not telling you how many of these people says new cases, 44,361. Anyone tested, if you test positive, is the new one. They don't tell anybody. I have yet to hear them say, although when we did do the tests, they didn't have any symptoms. They weren't asymptomatic. They already had the virus before, but they just have it in their blood now that they tested they did have it. They're not saying anything about that, that portion of the testing. You know why? Because they're lumping them all into new cases. So the total number of new cases is even less. Okay, how many people in the United States, they're saying to you that currently 2,886,000 people are fighting for their lives. Yet, the total capacity of the hospitals in the state of California, which we have 40 million people in the state of California, is at 3%. How is that possible? Okay, also, we talk about that, that number again, right? So what do they say here? Now, the flu deaths range between 24 to 62,000 deaths per year for the average flu. If you take off half of the numbers of the total deaths for the coronavirus, what is that that we're looking at, boys and girls? Uh-huh. We're looking at about 70,000 deaths. That's if, now, and I'm, and I'm almost willing to wager my life on the fact that most of this shit was them doing it on purpose. Because if you look at what the guys in New York did, they took all the COVID-19 patients that were in an old folks' home and shoved them back in the old folks' home, didn't put them in the hospital in a wing by themselves, made those people take care of it. And guess what? All those people got it, and half of them died. More than, more than three-quarters of them died. Same thing happened in other dem- Democratic-run neighborhoods. Washington, same thing happened. Florida, same thing happened. Texas, same thing happened. Weird, weird that all of those areas, that those things, the really, really high deaths in Los Angeles are all run by Democrats. Isn't that bizarre? Huh. I'm just saying I'm not a Republican. Okay? So if the number is 62,000 and the actual number of, of cases of deaths in the United States is probably around 60,000, this is a new flu bug. Do you understand? So you add in another new flu bug. Now, we're used to the other flu bug, and that's just normal for us to have that many people. We're accepting 9, 9% of the population testing positive. Now, Gavin Newsom here in California just said, and I don't have that number uh, handy for you to see here, I don't think. Let me scroll down and see if it shows what the percentage is. I know that in California, nobody's claiming the percentages. He's claiming the percentage is 8%. At the height of the virus, they said 7%. It's a, he's saying 8%. Now, that's 8% of all the cases they've tested. And they're testing 100,000 a day. And lumping in anyone who has tested positive... It's just a positive brand new case. Doesn't matter whether they're sick or not. Sickness has already been gone for six months. They had it back in November. But they're still testing positive and it goes into that number. So you drop the positive numbers as well because it's bullshit. Okay? And I know some of you are going to go, you're just making this up. I'm not. These are real numbers. Okay? If I know for a fact that most of the deaths are fake, 
because that's what's going on in these hospitals around the United States, especially in the in the cities run by Democrats, where the where the highest amounts of state of California, more than half of the deaths in the state of California and cases in the state of California come from Los Angeles County, run by Democrats. Forty million people in the state of California, more than half of their deaths is in one single county run by Democrats. The next higher ones are like Sacramento County. You go to like Contra Costa County and they have like, like I think it's 16 deaths total for the whole virus. We have 68 for the total virus or less than that, 39, I think they said, in Sacramento County. Why are we locked down? 39 people die, have died here <clears throat> in six months from that virus. Do you know how many people died here in the same amount of time from influenza? Probably 250. So which is deadlier? The real numbers, if they told you the real numbers, would look exactly like common flu numbers, people. All right, here, I'm going to play you something that uh, talks about just that. All right, it's on your screen right now, I believe. Let me see. No, you're you're still on that over there, which is fine. Uh, let me put you onto something else. So you don't have to stare at this stuff. Oops, wrong button. So you don't have to stare at that. We'll put you on me. No, you don't need to stare at me. How about we put you on this? Right, sacred, sacred geometry. All right, so you'll be able to hear this. This is a, I put a, a page up, right, and then I'm going to stop it. And then I'm going to give you a, a, also I'll have you a page read to you. I'll tell you about one person two people, and then uh, read you about this one. My brother sent me this while I was recording this. I said, hey, I'm going to put this on here. Okay, so this is about the the common flu, okay? Everything I just showed you, this is this is stuff, you know, uh, the CDC models, da, 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 like I was talking about. So here we go. While influenza B, Yamagata. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, I didn't start that at the beginning. All right, here we go. Influenza B, Victoria, spike mid-season. Around the first week of January, while influenza B, Yamagata. No, no, that's still not right. Hold on. I don't know why this is doing this. Preliminary data suggests there were there we an go. estimated 24,000 to 62,000 flu deaths for the 2019 to 20 influenza season according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC. So 24 to 62,000 deaths, and that's acceptable. They don't even worry about that. That's just what happens. Okay, we're, we're right now, if you take the numbers, you know, they've murdered people. So we have higher numbers of deaths, but some of them are a lie. You've had whistleblowers tell people that they were just listing people as coronavirus deaths. It didn't matter how they died. If they had a heart attack and they were infected, it was due to coronavirus. That's what they listed it as. So they were infecting everybody on purpose. And then when people died from anything else that they would normally die from, they also had coronavirus. So basically that was killing them because if you give them coronavirus and they're already trying to fight for, say, their life because of a heart attack, they're, they're now going to die. And they, were, they weren't giving it to them like injecting them. They were just putting a coronavirus patient in a room with three other people that didn't have it. And what's going to happen from that? They're going to get it. So they're introducing it by, by putting them in the same room, by not separating people. This is documented, actual fact. Nurse undercover talking to other nurses about it, and she recorded it. 
wasn't staged. The other nurse didn't know she was recording. Okay, that's just in one hospital. I've heard from several other insiders that are afraid to come out and say this to the world. They're afraid because they're afraid for their life and they're afraid for their job. This needs to be like the Me Too movement. People need to get on the, on the behind this and protect these people, and they need to all start coming out. You guys need to be brave. You need to send this, forward this to Annie and every single person. I'm not getting money for this. I don't get any money for making this, okay? So forward this goddamn thing on to other people. I get nothing for it except for, ooh, look, it went viral. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, I got more important things to do. I'm trying to fucking save people. This is not just in the United States. This is everywhere in the world that this is happening. Okay? However, due to the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, pandemic, these numbers may be higher than normal for this time of year. The season-ending estimates for the flu may eventually be adjusted once complete and finalized data becomes available for the season, the CDC explained. Their data also showed an estimate of between 39 to 56 million flu illnesses, 18 to 26 million medical flu visits, and between 410,000 to 740,000 flu hospitalizations. The week of April 4th was the last week of in-season reporting for flu data. <clears throat> so they stopped reporting flu data April 4th, but they continued with COVID-19. Why? They were getting numbers just as little as, as everybody else, but they kept telling you that it was higher. <clears throat> That's when people were being killed and murdered by people who were either doing it on purpose or they were grossly negligent and should fall on their sword. They're either complete fucking morons or complete fucking idiots or they're evil. There is no in-between. They're probably both or all three. Okay, but nobody's ever going to hold them accountable because the goddamn deep state is behind the whole fucking thing. The cabal is behind the whole fucking thing. They're the only people who could reach planetary-wide and have this thing go on. But you see, there are good people in the world, and some good people came out and said, there's something fucking jinky going on here, and this is what I hear, but these people are fucking weak, and they're followers, and they'll do whatever they're fucking told. Okay? So continue. There were 179 flu-associated pediatric deaths reported in this past season. Comparatively, the 2016 to 17, 2017 to 18. Now remind, remember, all these numbers that we're talking about right now are are standard flu. This is not this is not COVID-19. Okay, all these numbers that are they're being told to you right now are standard flu. That is the common flu. That COVID-19 is another strain of H1N1 and H3N2 are COVID strains. Okay, they are also COVID strains. Understand that. COVID-19 is not, I repeat, not a disease. It's an influenza, and it's no deadlier than the influenza we have already out there in the world that we're okay with having between 20 and 60,000 deaths every year and a base percentage of 8.5 to 9. And we're now at an 8% of a flu bug that they're hyping the numbers up on and lying about. Remember that. They're telling you that every case that tests positive is somebody who's fighting off that disease. And they say that word, disease. And that is just absolutely ludicrous and not true. Not true at all. Okay? 
And you can, if you don't believe me, go to a hospital. It's a ghost town. There's no one in the hospitals. People are afraid to go there. I've been to the clinics, and there's less people in the clinic now than there was before this. I would go in before this thing started to go over to pick up a prescription. I get most of mine mailed, but I have I have a couple that I have to show off the ID for. So I show up for that, and before, the line would go to the door. No matter the time of day, I went in there. I go in there now, and there's two, maybe three people in that place. Do you understand? And coming in and out of that is, is the same. There's no one in these hospitals, yet they keep claiming we have so many freaking people that have this disease. It's a lie. And nobody will go in and report on it because all the goddamn news agencies are owned by the same people. All right, here we go. And 2018 to 19 flu seasons were responsible for 110, 188, and 144 pediatric flu deaths, respectively. While the CDC does not know the exact number of flu illnesses, medical visits, hospitalizations, and deaths from flu each season, their weekly preliminary models provide a guide to extrapolating their data. The CDC uses a mathematical formula to estimate the flu burden in the U.S., based on approximately 8.5% of the population, or about 27 million people. This model has been in place since 2010. Okay. 8% of the population, or 27 million people, will have the flu. Accepted. Been in place since 2010. That it's just going to be that. 8.5%, 27 million people going to be infected. Okay, and that's just the average. So 39 to 56 million people could possibly have the flu. CDC estimates that from October 1, 2019, let's go back over there and I'll show you the picture. Where is it here? There it is. That between the two time periods, between October 1 and April 4th, there have been 39 million to 56 million flu illnesses. So how would we have that high of a number of flu illnesses if it was the normal 27 million, which is the normal standard? If coronavirus is not, in fact, a flu illness. If coronavirus is not, in fact, a flu illness, as they claim that it's a disease, why is it that the numbers, that the average is 27 million people in America have the flu? Why is that average for 2019, from October to April 4th, 39 million to to 56 million? Why is that so much higher? Because COVID-19 is an influenza, not a disease. Do you understand? So, and if not, let's think about this. If, say, the flu was that bad this year, the flu, they're saying, 24 to 62,000 deaths. However, on my last you know, like about three weeks ago when I showed you the CDC claims 70,000 people died of the flu last year between October 1 and December 1. So that number is higher than the number they're showing you here. 
and that that flu bug they didn't know because it did it was resistant to all of the the vaccines and all of the flu bugs and all of the antibiotics that we had which would suggest to any scientist which doctors have talked about after that that's a new virus and right after that a couple of days after that number stopped the Chinese told the World Health Organization they had this new virus called COVID-19. Yet we didn't count those into the numbers that we have now. But then, because the numbers started declining so quickly, we started putting patients with patients that didn't have it and incubating them and getting everybody sick, especially in places where people were sickly. And then they were dying. And then they were told if they die of anything... Put coronavirus down. This insiders have come out and said that. Watch the videos that I've posted. So every death has been listed a coronavirus death probably since April, probably since February. Nobody else has died from anything else, hardly at all, because nobody's looking at those numbers. They're all a bunch of fucking lies, people. Okay, this is a gaslight lie outright. You don't see this going on in real life anymore. This was like day one. That was when they were bringing the patients in, those of you who, who can see things. Pandemonium, total chaos. Oops, who's that, right? Pandemonium, total chaos. Okay, that's just crazy. I'm running through all my damn pics. I forgot where the hell what was there. I got so much crap on, on the screen set up over here, but... Okay, let me continue. Public health laboratory reports show that influenza A, H3, virus was prominent throughout all of the age groups, including patients aged 0 to 4 years, 5 to 24 years, 25 to 64 years, and 65 years or older. Influenza that's, A. That's, that's the other coronavirus. H3, H3N2. And this is H1N1, bird flu. H1N1. PDM09 was also prevalent, but occurred less frequently in those aged 0 to 4 years than other age brackets. While influenza A, H3, was relatively common throughout the season, H1N1 saw a sharp rise in January before peaking in February with 205 cases among patients aged 0 to 4 years, 523 cases among patients aged 5 to 24 years, 938 cases among patients aged 25 to 64, and 386 cases among patients aged 65 years or older. Influenza B, Victoria, spiked mid-season, around the first week of January, while influenza B, Yamagata, saw its spike in late December. Both influenza B viruses infected more patients in the age 5 to 24 and age 25 to 64 brackets, though Yamagata had 16 cases of patients aged 0 to 4 years reported, according to the data. Okay, those are two more strands of the net of the flu. Bet you didn't even know any of these exist or half of them, huh? This is these are all acceptable numbers. And look at the ranges; it's the same ranges as the COVID nineteen, and the same numbers, same averages. By the end of May, the CDC models reported high activity in Wisconsin, but low and minimal activity in the rest of the country. The World Health Organization, WHO. Update stated that influenza activity appeared to be at lower levels at this point of 2020 than expected for this time of years. Specifically, for the Northern Hemisphere's temperate zones, there was a sharp decline in flu activity in recent weeks. The majority of flu detections were influenza A virus, 
according to the WHO. Hygiene and physical distancing measures practiced by healthcare workers in the fight against COVID-19 may have also played a role in disrupting flu virus transmission. Between April 27 and May 10, the WHO tested more than 176,833 flu specimens, of which 149 were positive for influenza. There was a 60-40th split among influenza A and B, respectively, with 14 specimens assessed as influenza A, H1N1, PDM09 and 5 being influenza A, H3N2. Just one of the influenza B viruses was related to the Yamagata lineage, and zero were of the Victoria lineage, the WHO said. The CDC concluded its forecasting for the 2019-20 flu season, and plans to resume its forecasting efforts for the 2020-21 season later in 2020 pending the latest developments in the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay. So the numbers that you're seeing are in fact numbers that have been over-exaggerated. And even if they're over-exaggerated, yet they're over-exaggerated, they're still only at an 8%. The death toll is higher because they counted, I mean, watch the videos, guys. They counted everybody who died as COVID-19. And some of them they were infecting on purpose because they were getting paid. They stood to get paid 27 and 35, so that's, what is that? That's 62, roughly 62 50, 62, $62,000 for every patient they intubated and, and who died as a COVID-19 patient, per patient. One doctor in that, in that uh, um, undercover video that was filmed by that nurse said to her, 90% of the patients in this hospital will not walk out of here alive. That's what he said to her. That was the number that he had in his head that is exactly what was going to happen. 90% of the patients walking in here will die. Think about that. I've never heard a doctor make a prediction like that in my life. But that doctor did. Why? Because they kind of had an idea of what they were doing there. So the numbers are, are way, way, way overinflated. Lies, the whole shebang. And it's still only at 8%. They can't get it higher than that. Why? Because, and that's what every single person who tests positive, they're claiming currently has this, oh wait, disease, quote unquote. I'm making the quotes with my fingers, air quotes. And that's a lie. We know this because where are all the people that already had it? They keep claiming that some people had it and got over it. Because if they didn't, you're trying to tell me that Every single person who's, con who's, who's gotten coronavirus since it started, which we now know is October, are still currently fighting it off. They're still currently fighting it off. The only way that works is if it's a disease. But how come in some of these numbers they actually show, let me see if I can find one here, how many people, no, because these are all the other facts. Aren't they? How many? I haven't. I haven't looked. I had that on the screen, and I, I guess I must have changed it and got rid of it. How many people survived? They had the number on one of these, but I think I, I think I went and 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 shut that one because I got interested in the other stuff that I'm going to talk about. Okay. 
Let's see what this says here. No, it says 92,000 cases of COVID-19. Healthcare death status was only available. Um, okay, but they, there is a number somewhere where people survive. They stop putting that on the screen, though, recovered. They don't tell you how many. And then they try to keep that as low as possible. The recovered are the people that they know of that went in the hospital and walked out of a hospital. If you got tested positive but you weren't in a hospital, you didn't actually recover in their minds. So you're not listed as recovered. Do you understand that? Okay, so now what I want to do, while you guys are looking at me, I'm going to play this over here, is um, I want to shift gears a little bit because I want to show you a couple of the people couple of names, three names, and I'm going to throw out here that are, that are people that you should know who they are because of what they've done and what, what they are doing, okay? And these aren't the actual cabal either. These are just people that are, that are some of these people aren't, I don't even know if they're in the cabal, but they're just fucknuts, okay? The first of which is George Soros. That's a name you need to know, okay? Let me play this for you. Okay, this, this tells, this is basically the bio of, of George Soros. I did not make this up. Okay, I didn't write this, but this is, listen to this. This is all true. You can look every one of these facts up. People talk about this all the time. Here's George Soros. Who is George Soros? Who is George Soros? Do people know who billionaire George Soros is? He is worth over $8 billion. He is a far-left Democrat that pushed for Hillary Clinton to be elected. George Soros is marred with a history of crime. As an investor, he has been convicted of insider trading. He has been quoted as saying the main obstacle to a stable world order is the United States must be weakened and its allies degraded. He set up his company offshore in Curacao. As a young Jewish-Hungarian boy in Budapest in WW2 he had forged his identification and changed his name Gyurgy Schwartz to Saras. Then he worked with Nazi party and helped identify Jews to confiscate their land and property. Later he told 60 Minutes he had no regret for what he did because someone else would have done it anyway. He became famous for shorting the British pound, made a billion dollars, causing a collapse in the British currency wiping out pensions and bankrupting the Bank of England. He became politically active backing organizations dedicated to social agitation causing upheaval around the world. For example, hackers found documents on his computer that he donated millions to Palestinian media and Adela, that worked under deep cover against Israel. He funded organizations to destabilize the Ukraine. In 2015 he worked to destabilize the Catholic Church to get far-left Catholic groups to promote gay marriage, abortion, and physician-assisted suicide. Leading the effort was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager John Podesta. He was trying to create mutiny within the Catholic Church. He John Podesta, remember that name, too. So that's four names. Soros, Podesta, so far. Clinton, she's in the mix, but that's not, she is part of the cabal, okay? But you know who she is, probably. Okay. Supported Black Lives Matter with $650,000, a radical protest group dedicated to the proposition that police are racist against blacks. The goal was the depolicing and dismantling of local law enforcement, and pledged more money to anti-police factions inspiring a war on police. He gave We speak there of Antifa. He gave $2 million. $2 million to open borders and backed attorneys that oppose jail time for illegal immigrant drug offenders. He gave money to far-left politicians that encouraged open borders and was successful in getting most of them elected. Yeah, and then Bloomberg and he, during the 2016 election, bragged about the fact that they got the House 26 or 28 seats in the House to pick it up for the Democrats so they could impeach Donald Trump. He supports the decriminalization of illegal drugs. 
drug dealers should not go to prison but be let go and given counseling and rehabilitation. He backed the Lynn Smith Center a drug policy institute to legalize marijuana across America. Let me also mention that George... Now I'm okay with legalizing marijuana across America. Thank you. Here's, you know, here's the, how crazy this state is. In California, where I'm at right now, California voted to legalize marijuana. But it also has it on its list of things that create that cause cancer. Marijuana. They have somehow determined that marijuana causes cancer. Yet there is not one single case 